Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Carlos. Hey again. Tyler. Hey yo. And Aaron. Oh, hey. Today, we're reviewing Venom number nine, Venom Lethal Protector number four, Carnage number four, and Savage Avengers number three. So let's go ahead and start off with uh, Venom number nine. Um, in this issue, we get more of the Eddie Brock story, a lot more uh, time travel shenanigans, and uh, kind of backtracking on events from previous issues from Eddie Brock's perspective this time. And we're starting to get um, more of an idea of the direction this story is taking, perhaps seeing what might transpire down the line and finally getting a revelation of Bedlam's identity. So uh, first off, what do you guys think of Bedlam being Eddie Brock? It's, it was a predictable choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. They already showed us this. I don't yeah. understand why this is some big reveal. We already had dad sighting. I kind of doubted it because I thought it was going to be shape-shifting or something. But yeah. apparently this is just legit Eddie Brock somehow. Well, like, he's just... he, well. somehow he's being forced into, you know, into the, the symbiote somehow. And, and it's, and, I mean, it, you know, it doesn't have his beard. So I, I'm assuming that it's, that's it's his his old rage when he was Venom, which is something we're gonna maybe get into when it when we get down to Venom World, right? Yeah, you know. So what what what's your theory then on the whole Bedlam is Eddie Brock's rage and um, perhaps Meridius's true identity? Do you have any theories? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean it. You know, my theory is pretty lackluster. I mean, I think a lot of folks have also kind of said this, but it just seems like he's just Eddie in the future trying to get back. So he's using his past self to do that. And then, you know, um, I think I also say that I think the other Kings in Black are also just versions of Eddie. So if so, if like Bedlam is his rage, you could have wild, uh, you know, you know, be his, I don't know, lightheartedness, you know, just they're, you know, they're all just reflections of himself, which I'm, I mean, is pretty kind of obvious. So um, maybe hopefully that's not the case, but I mean, um, you know, that's, I would have to agree uh, with Aaron, Aaron. I don't know. I'm, I agree with you there. I think yeah. that all the other series that we met could be different emotions of Eddie and, yeah. you know, the whole thing about Bedlam, could potentially also be Eddie as well for, you know, him trying to get back. So right. I, I, w- I really wouldn't be surprised. So it really does sound a little concrete. So, yeah, but, but I think this is the way we're going to get Eddie back to the present because there is apparently a, an Eddie body somehow of, for Bedlam mm-hmm. in the present. And so I assume Eddie Brock at some point will take full control of that body. And that's how we get normal Eddie, Bo- Eddie Brock back in the present time. I'm not completely sure if, if it's a body or, or it's just, just a symbiote, symbiote shape looks like him. Right, right. So, so that's what I think. I'm, I'm not entirely sure that it has a host. I mean, yeah. it, it, it could. Yeah, um, symbiotes just don't need hosts anymore, apparently. Which, so, you know, it's, you know that's a double-edged yeah. sword, but, but yeah. 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 Yeah, so 
what I'm thinking is, I, and I had to go back and reread this issue, but um, I think it's important to take note of uh, Kang's whole monologue at the beginning, uh, just telling us that, you know, Eddie Brock, for a very long time, hasn't been wholly human. And um, losing mm-hmm. his body, he's he's really no longer human. And so it comes into question of, you know, what is Eddie Brock? And can he really call himself human anymore? And how does that affect him moving forward? Um, See, yeah. my, my theory is that um, what we're seeing with with the kings in black and Bedlam being Eddie's rage and uh, this Meridius being somehow a future version of, of Venom or Eddie Brock or something like that, perhaps what we're seeing is... Um, it, it it kind of uh, goes back to what King was saying was like it's uh, go, it's going to happen because it's meant to happen, and how mm-hmm. it's all kind of self fulfilling prophecy and everything. So the fact that Meridius um, shows up in Eddie Brock's life and starts causing all this chaos, and Eddie Brock's just reacting to that, saying, "Okay, I have to go back in time. I have to make sure I warn uh, warn Dylan, warn everybody, try to make a difference." He's just creating this future for himself. It's becoming a trap. And what I'm thinking is it's going to lead to him trying so hard to prevent this future from happening that he's going to lose his humanity and he's going to fracture his own um, identity into these different Kings in black. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. See, Um, see, my problem with this, this is just so far from what it's so far from removed from what I want from a Venom book. Like exactly. I don't want Eddie yeah, to be here. some mind traveling through time into different symbiotes. I just want him just wearing a Venom symbiote, just doing Venom stuff. Exactly. This yeah. is not just I like the I, I remember like the second page. F yeah, you're saying symbiotes rock. Like yeah, uh, yeah like, dude, that was bro. so random. What like I was like what? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I I would have. I mean, I've said this since since the first issue. I really just wanted an entire book of Eddie just being the king in black and going around and helping other people. You know, sort sort yeah. sort of like the Guardians Eddie, of the Galaxy. Eddie that's what I wanted. Space Knight. Yeah, I mean, that's what and I wanted. We are going to yeah. kind of get that with the new Thor book, the Thor issue with him. Right. But that's before. See, that's so like the one silver that. lining that I have is that they're still still allowing him to do things you know he's he's like going to be in thor and he's also going to be in uh the the dark web apparently so he's at least still doing stuff i would have liked to see him in the miss marvel book but i guess it's okay that they're using his son instead so so wait so dark web takes place before 200 I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm just assuming that they're just going to use this excuse that he can move his mind back in a time to tie this in. So, yeah. well, you know, also we don't know that it's Eddie. I mean, I'm assuming it's Eddie based on the spider symbol, but I, I mean, that's not a lot to go on. So it could be Dylan, but yeah, we'll see, you know, just based on the spider symbol, it looked like it was Eddie Brock venom. Yeah. So, but, well, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm still just tired of this time travel stuff. I'm just, I'm yeah. ready to be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, 
I'm I'm kind of of two two minds now. Where number one, I I still stick to my my lament of we should never have had Venom number two hundred happen, and um, yeah, and that I I wish like you said, Tyler, I wish it was just Eddie Brock as Venom and not this whole time travel yeah. mind out of body thing going on. Yeah. On the other yeah. hand, I'm starting to appreciate what um al ewing is doing here with the story i'm starting to see the connections i'm saying okay i see where it's going but um i'm hoping so the problem is I'm we're hoping, nine issues in and nothing's happened yeah so so that's that's You're another going problem around in is that it's taking yeah. it's taking so long to to move an inch in the story yeah. because we keep on yep. going back in time and seeing things from different perspectives, even though that is serving to, to, to tell Al's whole story of, Oh, this is a self-fulfilling prophecy that Eddie is now trapped in. I mean, the problem is uh, Ram during, uh, so what was the last comic con? Was that San Diego? San Diego comic con. Yeah. yeah so, San Diego. so, he said Carnage and Venom will meet at the end of their runs, and he said that would take years. So we got years. Did he say that was oh, didn't take years? I I I don't think. I'm, he said I'm the pretty end sure. Of uh, I'm pretty sure he said something to the effect of, you know, he has plans for Venom for years, but at the end of their their run. But but anyway, quotations years, right, just like what right. Tony said too. <laughs> you know, but anyway, like the implication is that it's going to take a long while for it to pay off. And I, I just don't know how long folks are going to be willing to pay, you know, into this book, especially the carnage book. Cause the carnage book is the one that's, that is kind of more at, at risk be, just because it's not venom. And, uh, and the other know, thing man. is too, he did say, cause there was a short video clip that got posted <laughs> on Marvel's Twitter that he was going to somehow gain the power to defeat venom and then, like, what is that? Is that hinting that he wants to become the new king in black? I don't know. It's- well, I mean, yeah, like he he wants to beat Venom. I mean, we know that for sure, and that's probably why he's going after all you know, you know, like all these powers because he wants to kill a god, and Venom is now a god. So I mean, like, like I keep saying, if if the Venom Venom and Carnage confrontation is just amazing, wonderful, giant god power anime Dragon Ball fight, then like all this will be okay. But so far, it's just dragging its feet. It's taking forever. Definitely, yeah. it's exhausting this, at times. This yeah. this series was definitely written for trade format more than these monthly releases because monthly releases mm-hmm. just it's just dragging. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, decompression, yeah. baby. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still enjoying it. I I wish Eddie had more to do than just do time travel stuff. I want to see him more of being himself. Um, Kang being there is cool. Uh, I really don't care much for Meridius. I don't care how most of the story was just time travel talk about moving forward and backwards to. You know, like to events we already we already know about, and then like the reveal at the end, like like we said, we already knew it was going to be Eddie. So that's another, you know, like cliffhanger that just fell flat for like the third time. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I will. I will say one more thing. I mean, at least this issue it did give us some more context 
Um, but at the same time, wasn't surprising. Like, oh, okay, so this is where this place, this is where this point in time it took place, and then mm-hmm. you know, and so forth and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am kind of interested in Venom World, which is the arc after this, because that seems more of kind of what I want. It, you know, it 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 seems like it's going to be, you know, after Dylan fights fights Eddie Brock as you know, like Bedlam. His codex is shattered, or, or or something like that, and and he may have to go in a mind space and fight his dad's version of Venom, or or something. That's what it seems like, which could be interesting. But I don't know, man. Like I just need more stuff to happen in this book. Yeah. Now yeah. I'll, I'll know one thing I do like. Um, one detail I like is the fact that um, we continue to see in these. Um, these new symbiote books, the fallout from Null's invasion, the fact that mm-hmm. Eddie Brock was able to take over leftover symbiote matter in some dude's home to write out an email warning um, Archer uh, about yeah. Dylan and everything. I like the fact that you know we have out in the world a bunch of just random symbiote matter still hanging about, and that's that creates a lot of potential for future stories about, um, you know, how are we going to utilize all these abandoned symbiotes? Yeah. Yeah. So we that also was know, a pretty cool uh, point in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So then we also know, of course, that Alchemex has, has like a bunch of them too. So, you know, that could be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, can I just say with, with that moment of him, like contacting Archer, whatever, I know, I know they said like, Oh, why did I contact Archer of all people or whatever? But, but in, in the email, he specifically says like, yes, I know superheroes, but they're not built for staying under the radar. That's bull. You should yeah. do it. Like you're, when you're dealing you with a easy, giant conspiracy yeah. theory, like yeah. he's literally using the guy literally has Stark mail dot Stark is the email he's using. Right. Like, yeah. He could have sent contact uh, some sort Peter, of and Peter an email or something. Oh, but, get but, Peter. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I did like the detail. It's all right. I did like the detail of his email just being all Charles and yeah. an allusion to his uh, middle names, Alan and Charles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Um, not a fan of how his look is turning more into Meridius. I mean, I'm sure that's yeah. some sort of foreshadowing or, or I, some sort of red yeah. herring, but like, you know. like I said, like I said, I think, I think we're going to find out Meridius, Mer- Meridius and the rest of the Kings in black are just Eddie Brock's, um, identity completely fractured mm-hmm. and yeah. represent different stupid looking it. though. Doesn't have to look right. stupid. It's cool, Spike. You don't understand. Symbiote's <laughs> freaking awesome, change, bro. I, I yeah. saw I saw one of our people on Discord kind of point out how Meridius's head spikes almost look like the spider legs on Venom's uh, spider oh, yeah. symbol. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then in the first uh, issue reprint, uh, you know, like Meridius had like a white spider symbol cloak tag kind of thing, like a little like. I don't know, like a brooch, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, you know, but there's also the theory that that Dylan is just Eddie who planted himself in the past to have a new new sort of body in oh the future, oh which would explain God. why oh he's no. why he's no. aging oh, I fast. 
and oh, why he looks like the Sun Lord. <laughs> but oh my god, I hate. I mean, that can, so much. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that could be a like a just a limb. See, yeah, please be wrong. See, the please thing is, at, at some point, you got to get rid of him so you can have Eddie back as Venom, and that just may maybe the way to do it. Like, like Eddie's codex is shattered, but that was Dylan the whole time and you know, blah, blah, blah. We're the same person, blah, blah, blah. And then Eddie Brock's back as Venom. There you go. So very much miss Eddie and, and Dylan just being father and son, just simple father and son. That's what I really wanted at the end of Donny Cates. I didn't didn't want the whole Venom number 200 shit to go on. I want him to just be Eddie Brock is Venom and he has to now take care of his son and they were just going to be father and something. And it doesn't have to be this whole and complicated then, shit. I said it once and yeah. I said it before. It should have been Sleeper. Okay. Sleeper oh, yeah. should have bonded to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. We will oh, well. uh, find out in uh, the next two years what happens. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's move on to. Um, some more enjoyable Venom content, I would say. Venom Lethal yep. Protector number four, the continuation of our favorite flashback series. Um, mm-hmm. This one was a lot of fun. We, um, I, I simply like how almost absurd it is. Like we yeah. just, we we just keep getting. Eddie thrown into these different situations, battling different people, and it's just it's. You know, as 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 crazy as it is, it's just that kind of level of '90s absurd fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's that's Six what the series stone. is all about. Yeah, this is what the series is all about. It's just kind of a window into the past, and it really plays very well into that. I mean, like yeah, Tyler I, said, I like loved, you gotta, uh, yeah, I loved the issue. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like Todd just said, like we got sticks and stones, and I meant to look up when their last appearance was, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was that Spider-Man issue. Yeah, the issue three thirty-three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was pretty cool. That like you know we saw them, we saw more of their sort of like dynamic, mm-hmm. on like how they're how they're friends. You know, sticks wouldn't kill Stone. You know, even though he has this lust for blood or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a lot of folks that like like the gag where. Venom uh, has the eyes form in the back of his head. That was great. I like no, that. That was pretty detail. cute. That was pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty cute. Yeah, that was fun. And you're know, like, I we know. have that scene of Eddie sitting in the chair, which is pretty cool too. You know, mm. you know, just some cute little little things there. The the, yeah, no, it's, it's, the it's very classic '90s silliness. It's it's yeah. yeah. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. And the character detail of Eddie Brock sitting by watching this mugging in the hopes of catching Spider-Man coming to save the day. And then just the hypocrisy of, of Venom at that time saying, oh, your your boyfriend was, um, you know, he was a fool and he died for it. And it's like, well, he died for love. It's like, uh, I love the yeah. hypocrisy I, of well, that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, I'll say that didn't sit super well with me. I I. I guess this is before the original Lethal Protector, so oh, yes. he wouldn't yeah. be doing yeah. that. But it's just, yeah. it it is weird. Like because his whole thing is supposed to be about innocence, but then right. you know, obviously he's just like you know, he let that innocent die just to 
try and get Spider-Man. And so it's, yeah, it is so his hypocrisy. Like you said, it's a hypocrisy. Like, again, uh, with one of his earliest appearances, he kills the cop for no reason. And he's like, oh, yeah. sorry, I had to kill you, except you clearly did not have to. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like this, this, this series is really helping to illustrate further the time period and, and Eddie Brock's um, kind of hierarchy of, of um, I, I want to say hierarchy of needs, but it's really like he's, he's choosing to his, his vengeance over, of, of Spider-Man, his vengeance for Spider-Man over protecting the innocence at this particular time. And um, we're starting to see little seeds of um, how he's coming to realize you know, he, he went to Anne after seeing this mugging and everything, and he's kind of realizing um, perhaps he is in the wrong, even though he did kind of play it off uh, as he went away. Like, oh, maybe I just love too much. But Yeah, uh, I mean, it's clearly like he had a different mindset in those early years as Venom. So, yeah. 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 A little psychotic, let's be honest. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh... I was expecting some more Eddie and the symbiote talking, you know, based on the solicitation and what we saw earlier in the last issue, but not a whole lot in this issue. You know, I'm like hoping we have um, them like actually talk in like some, some of form as the first, I don't know, like first like canonical well, time of them, you know, like having some sort of talked with each other i don't know well well the thing is yeah. like i think during this time period i think the symbiote was just mute and i guess he didn't really learn how to speak until like years later well right so, but i'm saying you know the last few issues they've kind of teased with the idea of eddie wanting it to talk and yeah. i don't think any of that came up in this issue but that's just a little thing you know who knows i could do that in the fifth issue yeah Oh, yeah. Probably, and this fifth issue is going to be super insane because it's revealed at the end that it's Justin Hammer who's sending all these different Z class tasks, yeah, which, yeah. which is a surprise. He seems like a last minute addition to this mini because it's six issues, right? Yeah, no five, and it's like oh, five issues. It's not it's five, yeah. five, yeah, it's five. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember if it was five or six. So he's just sort of yeah. like it definitely felt like thrown in there. Oh, by the way, this guy's sending bounty hunters after him. It's like oh, okay, yeah. we've got no mention of Justin Hammer. Anywhere else throughout this, like I thought this was going to be something with the life because they've done not, they did like nothing with the life foundation except for that one issue, and I yeah. thought that would have had a way bigger focus. So that just surprised me. Yeah, like I'm I'm totally fine with it. Like we got the little Taskmaster tease, and then he's obviously going to be showing up next issue, which I'm I'm totally down for a Taskmaster versus Venom fight. But yeah. it's just it was just surprising. So oh by the way, Justin Hammer's the match behind behind the bounties. Like oh oh okay <laughs> okay yeah. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how this all ends. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that maybe we'll get a little announcement at the end of the issue saying, uh, oh, and look forward to uh, Michelini's return in the, the next I, mini. I really hope they just keep doing that because that's what fans yeah. want because they're getting bored of this. I, I mean, this event like, yeah, they, they were doing it with the symbiote Spider-Man and then they made like three more minis after that or whatever. And then even with the new <laughs> Ben, the, the Ben Riley series, that miniseries got a. It's not a sequel, but they're uh, the same writer is just doing another untold tale in a different era of of Marvel. So he's mm-hmm. doing with he's doing with Peter and MJ and Craven. So, yeah, uh, so yeah, I could easily I could easily see if my if Michelini had enough fun with this, I could easily see see them asking, "Oh, do you want to do another one?" And so, like, yeah. 
I'm I'm I'd really love if we got another uh, be like an untold she venom story or something like maybe. Oh, that'd like, be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, please. Pride of Venom Two or something. <laughs> like, I would like to see what they did with with um like the symbiote experiment where where he meets characters he didn't you know you know kind of meet up with. So you could have like another X Men story. Mm. You could do like a Captain Marvel story. Just I don't know some. Something like that. Oh, you know what'd yeah. be crazy is if McLeany did a story with Venom meeting hybrid Scott Washington. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. that that never happened outside of uh, of Remender's series well, when, yeah, when Rip. Any, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. I don't know. I'd like to see more just Venom doing crossover stuff. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, but it would be cool. Cool. Still uh, fantastic artwork as always. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Love it. Oh yeah. And I love it when um oh I'm I'm so sorry Ivan? to the guy who does Ivan? this, but I don't remember your name. But the 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 artist, I love it when he posts the um character model sheets on on his Instagram. Yeah, Twitter. I Ivan Forelli. Ivan Forelli, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. I like it. I like it. Yep. Keep this team together. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. Next up. All right. So moving on to Carnage. Yep. We got Carnage yeah. four. We're um, starting to see the uh, the culmination, or at least we're starting to see the start of Carnage's plans um, with Hydro Man and uh, the Spot's powers of uh, teleportation and, and moving to other realms. So yeah. apparently, uh, Carnage is uh, hunting gods. Yep, and he's starting in Svartalheim with the Dark Elves. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I, uh, well, I mean, yep. Yeah. So go I, I just want to. I just want to say, I didn't like this issue as much as the last one, because the biggest reason is because we get. I'm going to say like seven pages in a row of just dark elf shit that I do not care about at oh, yeah. all. <laughs> it's just like, this has nothing like they're just setting up for what carnage is doing, I guess for he's like, Oh, by the way, I'm like interrupting this hunt or whatever. Cause I want the wolves, but it's just like, I don't care about any of this. It's all the like, give context. It's all, it's just, I don't care. I don't it's, care about the dark elf stuff. It's just it's like, it's like, oh, I have to choose like six warriors or whatever, and oh, one warrior is like he's he's a cripple, and it's ah, oh, it was you such a waste context. of time. These characters it's will, such will a waste come of back time later. in the middle of the issue. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I uh, I I think my big thing about this issue is that I like the idea of having the Spider Verse people involved. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was actually I did yeah. like with Spiderling popping out of nowhere. I would a very unexpected cameo. Yes, I, I would absolutely adore everything if we got Carnage just killing off random Mook Spideys. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I would absolutely love that. I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be you amazing. Know, it's it's this interesting. Does make me wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Dan Slott's new story is the end of Spider-Verse. And so Shathra has been, Shathra the Spider-Wasp was implied to be the villain for that, but maybe that's like a red herring. 
So like, uh, maybe, like she'll be in it, obviously, but then maybe she's like actually running away from this carnage. Version. You know, you know, I could see them tying the carnage book into end of Spider Verse, but I don't know if I'd necessarily see him as the main villain. But that's certainly yeah. a, that's certainly yep. an idea, though. Yeah, because they are definitely hinting. So again, I want him this, to kill some spiders. Car- yeah. yeah, they're hinting in the Carnage book that somehow um, Carnage is affecting the web of life and destiny. And right, yeah, which is one one corner which that I think, he can't do anything with. <laughs> right, it's like doesn't the web of life only get affected when it when it affects spider people? Right, sort of, yeah. Sort of, yeah. More so that means Carnage pretty much has a plan to do something with with spider people, which would be great. Again, because I want to see Carnage kill some spiders. That'd be absolutely amazing. It'd be amazing. I'd love to see it. No, I, and remember, I hasn't Dan Slott said like Carnage is one of the only people he hasn't ridden, and he, he, because he did, he obviously mm-hmm. did the symbiote in with the Red Goblin, but that still wasn't really Carnage. Right, was, but again, if he did this, it also wouldn't be Carnage because Cletus uh, yeah. is in. Yeah. So, so I mean, know. we got te- we technically got Cletus here in this book. So yeah, but again, it's not Carnage, Cletus. It's you know, it, we don't know what this Cletus. It's. <laughs> It, it's it, it's still not it's where I want. Impl- this is very much implied to be the real Cletus. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, so, I mean, the yeah, entire thing's but, confusing. Like like we said, since the beginning of this Carnage series, since since even Carnage Forever, the status yeah, of Cletus in the it, it's super has just confusing. been completely confusing. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember all of us being so confused in the first issue and the recap, just like, oh, by the way, there's two cartridges now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, by the way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep. Yep, yep, It'll probably pay off big time the next event. You never know. Yeah. And I'm curious. Yeah. Then I'm curious why Spiderling would, would save this guy because she, yeah. she I mean, she's got to know something about him being infected by Cletus Carnage. I don't yeah, know. Cause, cause, I don't yeah, because she's like, she's like, you're the only one who can fix it, or whatever. Right. So maybe they're going to do that that stereotypical thing where the Carnage symbiote is about to kill everything, and then Cletus is like, no, we can't do that because blah 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 blah, and they bond back, and it kind of makes them weaker or something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. this is a bit of a spoiler alert for the for I assume the next issue that we saw at San Diego Comic Con. But I guess this ultimately is boiling down to Carnage wants a Carnage puppy. So <laughs> now, now does he want the puppy, dog. or is the puppy just going to help him find Malekith? Because that's what I was I thinking, know. right? Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah. But he wants a, he's going to get a puppy. Yeah, yeah, he's going to get like a hellhound thing, right? Didn't, yeah. we ha- didn't we recently have a issue or something where Carnage was just mentioning how he likes to kill puppies? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah, I, but I, I, I will say the art's still pretty good. Yes. Oh, can't complain. Um, the covers are also really good. Oh, yeah. I want to see what Carnage does in Malekith. It is well, weird. That I, it feels like this cover should have been the last issues with the spot. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That's a little odd. Well, I'm gonna just right now, I'm I'm gonna just make a disclaimer. So, uh, I have just been really busy these last two weeks or so. So, it's okay, guys, if you you know if you spoil it. But I have not read both issues, so <laughs> okay, I have man. to get on that. So I'm just coming clean right now. 
No, so good, that, that's that's how much he loves this book. He hasn't even read yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's, so it's in, been a crazy yeah. two weeks, guys. But yeah, I will catch up soon. Yeah, man. No problem. But yeah, just uh, show me more of Carnage killing people, and then it'll all be good. Mm-hmm. And of yeah. course, we can't we can't mm-hmm. say uh, you know how this is affecting the Carnage fandom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All right. And then lastly, we got Savage Avengers number three for Flash time. I still really love this series. Like, you know, compared compared to the last Savage one, yeah, it's just, yeah, this is great. The best part is just like how much of a backseat Conan is taking. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, like like I've talked about before, it's very much a team book, and the team is like all feature. Like in this issue, especially like in their they big up this big plan against Conan, and literally like every character, almost every character gets like a page and a half like mm-hmm. to themselves. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. awesome. I, I think Dagger is mm-hmm. the only one who gets kind of shafted a little. She gets like one panel versus Deathlock or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy like the Flash page. Like, I guess we'll just focus mostly on the Flash stuff. I, well, I mean, you probably want to talk about Cloak and Dagger a little bit, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, the, the I cannot understate how much I love that that Flash spread of him just, you know, it just he is bully Flash, embracing it. He's taking all your lunch money, Tin Man, and he just and it, yeah. it's the art's pretty cool of him just flipping around. I love he actually, he literally kicks him through a comic panel, like it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything to say about this honestly because it's just you know a team book, you know. So yeah, yeah. okay, cool. I yeah. um, although I I do kind of miss that they were just using the Agent Anti Venom. Uh, look for him in this book and i would rather they use the classic anti-venom look for uh but you know that's that's just me <laughs> well you get a bit of it with that uh zombie flash picture in the that, yeah. okay so that that one kind of caught me off guard just just the narration of it is like kind of implying that oh i guess dagger now has feelings towards flash yeah that that's sort weird. of came out of nowhere yes yeah, like, like, there was a there was a moment <laughs> They had a small moment together in the last issue when she like healed his his symbiote, mm-hmm. but it, I I didn't really get really get anything out of that. It just it definitely felt like uh, just struggling with her feelings for anti venom. It's like oh okay that that seems yeah. like coming along a little strong there. Dan. And, gotta, it's like, <laughs> and then and then poor the cloak is like oh, my, in these books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then poor cloak is like oh my unrequited feelings for daggers. Like yeah yeah. Cloak's getting cocked. Sure. So <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't I mean I don't know, man. They just gotta force these romances, you know, like it's the same thing with Secret Avengers. They like forced forced like Venom and Valkyrie together and that uh, made no it sense. Forced. It was so, great. It was great. Let's it made no sense. It was great. They did it anyway for for the book, so but how about that big reveal at the end that the deathlock that's been chasing them is actually Miles Morales? Yeah, who cares? Well, see, here's the thing. I, I, I didn't see that coming. It's kind of a neat twist. Mm. But, but unfortunately, we've all, it kind of has a, I've got a, already got a bad taste in my mouth of what if Miles was other heroes mm-hmm. Yeah, from that other what if book. Oh, so if God. That, 
Yeah, with exactly. racist smiles, Thor. <laughs> so yeah, oh, like, it's, just, it's, it's just very unfortunate timing that they're having Miles be a different Marvel character. Yeah, no, book. thank you. Yeah. So yeah, and honestly, I, I don't know how Deathlocks work. I'm assuming they're just people that have been kidnapped and, and turned into them. Well, they're corpses. Yeah. They're they're literal okay. corpses. They just turn into these cyborgs. Okay. So yeah. it's an alternate alternate timeline miles or whatever so now so now it's starting to make sense because if if you look at all the the covers and the previews before this book was even published it always looked like that deathlock was a part of the team instead of being the antagonist and now it starts Mm -hmm. to make sense because oh we're now seeing that this deathlock was miles morales and he's now getting his memories back and the next issue solicitation is going to be focusing on uh, Deathlock, Deathlock coming to terms with this, and then uh, the Savage Avengers turning to an unlikely ally, which I'm assuming is going to be Deathlock. Yeah, I'm assuming he's joining the team, and Conan's getting the boot. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then we also saw a preview for the October issue of Savage Avengers, which kind of tells us that yes, we're going to finally be leaving the Hyborian Age and going to 2099. Oh. Yeah, yeah, which which is sounds uh, cool. Sounds cool to me. The gorgeous cover with classic anti venom look. Yeah, finally Flash gets a focus on one of the covers. Oh well, yeah, but, but uh, it's not his look though. For some reason, that. yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's I, that's I, I still kind of weird. But, yeah. <laughs> I will say, going back to the the panel of like the dagger, like being like with like entrapped with anti venom, mm-hmm. it is very interesting. Uh, like imagery they chose specifically of like the skull underneath because technically that should be flash but how would dagger know that is the question like is that something mm-hmm. the writer purposely did or was he just trying to do a spooky imagery probably or... just spooky imagery honestly so, yeah because in in the other panel where flash's nightmare of coming back from the dead he's still like totally normal there so yeah mm-hmm. uh but but I, I but at the same time this Writer does have some deep cuts. Like, there's that weird cloak and dagger villain, right? Is uh, that sure? Yeah, the, uh, the goblin guy. I don't know the what. Sure. No, wait, wait, wait. Is it the guy who's like pinning cloak against the thing? No, that's supposed to be dagger. That's like just a monstrous looking dagger. Cause oh, they, I didn't yeah. even know. It was, okay, but but yeah, but then the I do know that for versus the the Black Knight, that is specifically the blood wraith. So that that is definitely a deep cut. That's an old Black Knight villain from Avengers. Yeah, cool, oh. cool, so, yeah. awesome, awesome. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely enjoying this book and uh, awesome. Yeah, fun. Lot of and fun. Then I guess while we're talking about Flash, do we want to talk yep. about Spider Man real quick? We do want to talk about <laughs> Amazing Spider Man 900. And <laughs> all right, what a disappointment that was. Yeah. We go from 100 issues, and that's how it happened. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So apparently, yeah. you know, Flash died and he's been hiding from his from his loved ones about that he's alive. But in 900, he just shows up and then yeah, Peter says, hey, Flash, I'm happy you're oh, not hey. here. Yeah. He just shows up at Peter's birthday and then he starts immediately <laughs> making fun of Peter. And then yeah. Peter is just like, glad you're alive again. OK, yeah, next. That's it. And it's just that's it. Bruh. I was so annoyed at that. Like biggest bruh. I, uh, yeah. I've seen, here's the thing. I've seen people defending this. People say, like, oh, you know, nobody stays dead forever in comics. Obviously, it's like a revolving door. But that doesn't matter because this should affect Peter. 
I don't care it's what a, kind of it's movie a it's subversion of expectations. Like Flash literally like died in his arms. Like this yeah. Come on. This is one of his hundred issues ago. And then this one's like, oh hey, you're back. Okay, bye. Yep. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. it's only that just the way Flash is written here just feels off. He's like it's like what a loser. Like oh, that's what he was thinking of him. It's like th- this feels like someone is trying to write like nineteen sixties Flash. Like yeah. it's it this is the bully <laughs> flash, and that doesn't make sense. So that's all it is. He's a caricature. Like, why do you think the Savage Avengers use Eddie Brock Venom instead of his design? So what you're no saying is that, so, that has nothing to do with this. Eric. Yes, it does. So, yes, so it what does. you're saying is maybe um, we should just yeet Flash out of Spider-Man comics and make him purely a Venom character. No, I'm <laughs> that's not gonna happen. I, I just want good written Spider-Man comics. Is all I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but. No, so it, it's just it's just so frustrating, just because like it not not only is like it just you know obviously Peter barely reacts to it, but then the the thing is Flash literally before he died he literally just learned that Peter was Spider Man that Peter Parker the person he used to bully is his number one hero like it mm-hmm. makes no sense for him Flash to be acting towards Peter like this when he should be at. Like you, like you're Spider Man. Like you should be freaking out about this. And it's so yeah, annoying. but we don't really know if he knows that Peter's Spider Man now, do we? He does. He does in this issue. Like him and Fleet are like, oh, like talking okay. to him privately. Like, mm. well, okay, then. All right. Yeah, and, and then it's, and it's then, a waste. Symbiote wise, we also get a little bit. Like there's a page where like the the this new living brain like specifically talks about your bloody care. He specifically says your blood carries a mutated symbiote. So mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what's going on, and he's pacifying it with sound. So again, we're getting in more of the convoluted. Nobody really knows. Like I don't think any editors or writers are paying attention to which symbiote Flash has at the moment. Well, again. Nope. That's nope. because they only want Flash as the Flash Spider-Man's supporting character. They don't want him to be anti-Venom. That's why. That's why. No, I think it's just yeah. editors not doing their jobs. Oh no, Marvel's editorial is all over the place. They never, yeah, are, are ever on the same page on anything. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. sucks to suck. Yeah, that's, uh, just waiting for some better Spider-Man stuff with Flash. But I don't know if I'm going to get it for a good long while. Nope, because he'll be stuck in uh, 2099 in the Savage Avengers book. I mean, he's stuck in the Hyborian age right now, but he's yeah. fine at his birthday party. So. That's true. I just don't know if they want to use Flash as, as anti-Venom in the Spider-Man books, you know what I mean? Because that means you got to... Do a team up. You got to do symbiote stuff again. I don't know, man. They may just want Flash as that supporting character. I'm I mean, I, I think he can easily be a supporting character in another book while being a hero in a different book. I think that can easily be done. Hmm. I don't know. I'm we'll kind, see. I'm kind of glad that we're not getting more symbiote stories in Spider-Man books, just so I don't have to follow Spider-Man <laughs> books. Yeah. <laughs> Well, eventually they'll. It's safe to say Venom is divorced from Spider-Man continuity for a long time, anyway. So. Well, I mean, you say that, but we're getting dark web. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. dark web. Yep. The dark. I don't even know (laughs) how or why they're going to bring Venom into that, but okay. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh man, dark web is also an X-Men thing, right? It's like, oh god. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Forgot about that. Clones. You know, since it is about clones. 
Could we see Maniac? Maniac no. again? No. 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 Shut okay. up, Aaron. Okay. No. That, that's All right. probably one of the dumbest things you said. So. <laughs> if you no, know, could we finally, if dark, if finally, dark web, you know, if Dark Web gives us freaking Lee Price as Maniac content before yeah. we even get back to Andy Benton, it's like just Andy. Look. I think Clay screwed her over. If she was still scream, I I bet she would make a few more appearances. But but they they screwed her over making her silence. And, 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 not, and not to mention, let's not forget about the free comic book day issue. That fucking page scares the shit out of me to this day. I swear yeah. to God, if Lee Price comes back, yeah. I'm going to be so no, Lee Price is coming back. fucking pissed. He's coming, coming back, back, and no, I hate it. No, like, so gonna, far, so far, all of those panels. You know, like back in the first, first, first free comic day have have come true so far. So it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. We're getting Lee Price back. Oh, I hate I'm, it. Gonna, I'm gonna throw up. Oh. And I, and I'm pretty sure Normie's gonna be with Silence, but I don't know if what they're gonna do is the screen. I'm so confused what's happening there. Yeah. <laughs> just just well, you know, just give me you more need a, stuff. Yeah. Just, just give me more. You just gotta tell the writers to stop trying to make new characters and just I'll, use the, I'll the old ones. I'll take the '90s cheese over this, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. '90s cheese, yeah. yum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but right. we need the Fortnite venom back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up today's reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. Join us in our next episode for a next batch of comic reviews. Um, you can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes, Audible, and YouTube. Uh, well, not on YouTube anymore, um, unfortunately. Um, we can also be found, we'll see. We can also be found on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. Check out the Discord server uh, where you can geek out with a community of Venomaniacs like us. As always, thanks to my co-hosts, Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron for joining me today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, guys. Good to be here. Yep. Yep. And thanks to yep. the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venom maniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venom maniacs.